This is Fulton and Fritz and ZBS in 3D Sound. In my last podcast, I said I'd tell you about the time that Fritz scared the heck out of me, but I decided to save it for another time because it's uh, kind of involved. Anyway, today we have something really different. When I tell you what it is, please don't flee. It's not what it sounds like it is. Okay, it's a sort of detective opera. I had adapted stories for Fritz, but I'd never written one just for him. And I thought, as long as I'm at it, why not make it an opera? And so I did. She watches the serpent curl around her body. She watches her fear turn into fascination. She watches the serpent curl round her body. She watches hovering overhead. The songs are scattered here and there throughout the story, but the songs actually say something and they are part of the story. Tim Clark, by the way, did the music, and he helped me with the lyrics, too. Not that I needed help, but, you know. Well, a year later, I received a phone call from someone at CPB, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, and they asked if I had something to submit for the Prietalia. The Prietalia is perhaps the most prestigious radio award in the world. And it would be a great honor because I would be representing the United States and competing with countries from all over the world. When I was told this, I started laughing because I did just finish something, but I didn't think it would be appropriate. Because, as you know, I write some pretty uh, strange stuff. They asked to hear it. I sent them a copy. They listened called back, said they'd like to submit it. Can I send a script? I did, and off it went, representing radio drama for the United States of America. And son of a bitch it won. In fact, it beat out 23 other countries for the Prietalia Special Prize. It beat out the English, the French, the Dutch, the Germans, the Russians, the Czechs, the Irish, and on and on and on. All those countries have state-funded radio. You know, the BBC, ABC Australia, CBC Canada, All India Radio, you know, that sort of thing. CBS was the only independent radio producer. And it wasn't just some silver trophy that I won. It came with thousands of Italian lira. You know, I mean thousands, which amounted to a little over 10,000 U.S. dollars. Not bad. Makes you think you can make a living doing this. Okay, put on your headphones, kids. Here's part one of The Maltese Goddess.
September 5th, spoke to Fingers. Said he'd look into it. I said, how far are you gonna look? He said, far as I gotta look. For an old pal. Yeah, for an old chum, an old chump. September 6th, the pop is impatient, obsessed. Does he know about the sisters? He knows about shoes, that's for sure. What do you want? I thought I was hearing a ghost. I heard Nick's voice. You heard the dictaphone. Who are you? His daughter. Little Ida? Jeez. <laughs> you don't remember me, huh? Patrick McNulty. The cop? I'm a lieutenant now. Yeah. You're packing up his things. Closing down his office, huh? Nick had a lot of friends. Too bad you missed the funeral. You would have met some. No one told me. We couldn't find you. How long you been away? 15, 20 years? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do with this junk? Pack it up. What's this? The head off some statue? It's from Cyprus. And this hand? Any relative to the head? From Crete. And what do we have here? A foot. <laughs> this stuff looks like some of the bodies we get down at the morgue. And what's this ugly thing? It's Aztec. Where's that? Mexico. What's it supposed to be? One of their gods. Oh, what is it? Wetback art? <laughs> and what's this hunk of rock? Do you really want to know? Yeah. It's Mayan. It's what? A bunch of Indians. Huh. Ugly. Maybe not to them. Any of this genuine? Some. Look at this stuff. Parts of statues, cracked pots, hunks of rock. Nice little museum Nick started. Who's that? What? There was someone out there. What are you talking about? Outside the door. Nah, there's nobody. I'm gonna miss old Nick. Boys down at Jake's will miss him. He had a lot of friends. Cops, crooks, hookers, pimps. Nick was a likable guy. Where did they find him? He keeled over on South Street. His ticker gave out. Too much disappointment in life. Who is that? What? Someone's there. There's nobody out here. Someone was looking through the glass. Go see for yourself. Sure. Who's out there? I used to have the beat down here, remember that? Hey! After your mother died, you used to spend all your time in this office. Who's there? Here he was, a private eye, trying to raise a kid. A man is sleeping, the sleeping man dreams. A man is sleeping, the sleeping man dreams. He dreams he is a cop. The cop is dreaming, the bank is being robbed. He runs into the street with his gun and is shot. The sleeping man dreams, the sleeping man dreams. A man is sleeping, he dreams of his death. of the loved ones he must leave behind the sleeping man dreams the sleeping man dreams 
sleeping man dreams, the sleeping man dreams. The sleeping man wakes up. He is alive and well. With great relief he sings. I'm not a cop, I am not shot. I'm not a cop, I am not dying. It was only a dream, it was only a dream. But what of the cop who is really shot? Who is really shot and killed? Suddenly in the astral world, in the astral world he wakes to find it was all a dream. It was all a dream. He has no body, no flesh to be wounded. He has no body, no bones to be broken. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. All the affairs of the world are like that. They are nothing but dreams. A man is sleeping, the sleeping man dreams. The dreaming man wakes. The waking man dreams. Find any spooks? No. You're nuts, just like your father. Talking about. Look at the way he brought you up. Nick did what he could. Yeah, sure. There he was snooping for some poor bastard snapping pictures in some sleazy motel, and his kids back in the office playing with paper dolls. Remember that? Yeah, so. When he was away, he would answer the phone. Hello, Nick Nobu, private investigator. You remember <laughs> that? Yeah, I remember. You wouldn't even make his dinner. How old were you? 10, 11? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. He would take you with him for cover. Who'd guess a guy with a kid was staking him out? Remember that? I liked stakeouts. Taught me patience. Taught me how to watch. Yeah, right. When he's staking out some guy's wife who's been dropping her drawers around town, taught you a few other things. So I learned about life. Yeah. So you got to grow up real quick. Nice place to raise your kid. Look, he took me to the art galleries, to museums. He taught me how to see as though I had the eyes of Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, sure. Some nuts eyes. Great way to raise your kid. Look at this junk. Cracked pots, chipped faces, broken pieces. Not much to show for a life. What's anyone got to show? What do you got there? His 38 special. Nick had a permit. You don't. Here. You want it? No, just don't carry it. Don't want you to put a hole in your purse. <laughs> Nick taught me how to use it. When? You were just a child. Nick taught me. Don't point it at someone. Unless you're willing to use it. Put it away. Sure, Lieutenant. Sorry. Too bad about Nick. You need any help? 
So long, Lieutenant. He's hiding out. Too slick for his own good. Show his face in Philly and he'll be sporting cement spat. But he'll show and he'll do what I tell him. <laughs> tell him? What do I tell him? Tell him what's morally the right thing to do? <laughs> what about the fop when he calls? Nick Noble's office. I wish to speak to Mr. Noble. Nick's dead. What? His funeral was last week. To whom am I speaking? His daughter. I paid Mr. Noble a large advance. I expect you will return it promptly. Advance for what? For his services. What services? I demand the return of my advance. Oh, yeah? There isn't anything to return. He spent it? Looks that way. You will be hearing from my attorney. For what? A bank account with 30 bucks? There are some artifacts in his office that may have some slight compensatory value. <sighs> okay, okay. Maybe we can work this out. You are Mr. Noble's daughter. That's right. And you are? When can we meet? I suggest the sooner the better. Fine. Where? Come to my apartment. 37 Rittenhouse Square. I'll be right over. So the question is, who deserves to get it and who's gonna get it? As far as I'm concerned, the fop can kiss his sweet goddess goodbye. I took the trolley up to Rittenhouse Square, the ritzy part of Philly. It's nice up there. Trees, grass, she-she women walking dogs with names like Fifi. <laughs> the doorman escorted me to Van Retchen's apartment. Some apartment. Even had his own private art gallery. May I offer you a drink, Miss Noble? No. How big was this statue? The statue is. How do you know about this? I read my father's notes. I see. The statuette is 28 centimeters in height. So what's that, like 10 inches? Approximately, yes. Where's it from? Its origin is the island of Malta. Have you ever heard of Malta, Miss Noble? Yeah, I spent my vacation there last summer. You vacationed in Malta? <laughs> oh, is that humor? The cops know about this. No, no, my dear, this is a very private matter. Where was your goddess swiped from? It was stolen from my private collection. Can you imagine the audacity? Why did you hire Nick? I had been informed that a ring of art thieves was operating on the East Coast. I was told your father had underworld connections. He was to make an offer for the safe return of the Maltese goddess. How much did you offer? $10,000. What's it made of? Diamonds? No, no, dear me, no. It is simple stone, but very ancient. What's your goddess look like? The statuette is rather short, squat, and maternal in appearance. There is a grossly exaggerated fleshiness in her arms, her thighs, and her buttocks. Your ideal woman, eh? There may not be physical beauty, 
But there is a presence, a power, a compelling maternalness. How old is she? We believe she may date back to the third millennium before Jesus. Jesus? She's 5,000 years old? Centuries of prayer, lamentations, have been absorbed into her stone body. She was their oracle. Their oracle? The ancient peoples of Malta created temples in the earth in the shape of a woman to pray, to heal, to sleep, to die, to return to the womb. A temple in the shape of a woman? There was within the temple the room of the ancient oracle to receive her visions, her prophecies, where she herself would impart the wisdom of the earth. Hearing the sound of the serpent Keeping her eyes on the vision The serpent approaches She leaves her body She hovers above herself She watches Sure. You got a picture of her? Yes. I do have a photograph. It doesn't do her justice, but I believe it might be adequate. What you described sounds like it's out of some movie. Are you referring to this dream you are dreaming now? What? Wake up to the true reality. You will see this life on earth is just a show. 
just another movie This life on earth is nothing but shadows and light Shadows and light, shadows and light When you're in the movie theater The story, the action seems so real but if you look up, you will see The story is produced by a single beam of light In the great movie of creation God said, let there be light, let there be light And out of the great beam of cosmic light Came the whole universe But in the movie theater what you see Has only two dimensions, not three The cosmic movie has so many more So many dimensions For you and me It's only a cosmic movie like a movie at the Rialto And you are the movie star in the cosmic movie show It's only a cosmic movie Like the feature at the picture show And we are the movie stars in the cosmic movie The movie you see in the movie theater May move you to laughter May move you to tears but how much more compelling is God's cosmic movie? Having sight, having sound Having taste, having smell, having touch It will play to your joys, it will play to your fears It's only a cosmic movie, like a movie at the Rialto in the cosmic movie show It's only a cosmic movie Like the feature at the picture show And we are the movie stars In the cosmic movie Life's no more real than a movie, my dear This life is all shadows and light Life on Earth is all shadows and light Photograph. Looks like she's been knocked around a bit. <laughs> Age affects us all. Uh, by the way, how did your father die? His heart. Ah, uh, too bad. I will forget about the advance if you find my lovely statuette. My fee is 20 bucks a day plus expenses. <laughs> oh, my dear, your father may have been worth that much, but you? Nick taught me a lot. I'm certain he did. I found the contract you signed. It was an advance for Nick's time and expenses. Nick recorded a lot of legwork. Right now, you owe me. Oh, please, be serious. Nick knew where it was, and I've got his notes. It's either me, or kiss your sweet goddess goodbye. I went down to see Fingers. 
long time. Big office, striped serge suit, thick carpet. He's put on a little weight, lots of fake art on the walls. He looks good. He even looks legit. Finger says he'll look into it. Well, fingers is fingers. It had to be an old friend of Nick's, an old school chum. Three fingers Finocchio. Yeah, Nick used to tell me stories about Three Fingers. He was involved in a little of this, a little of that, from running numbers to protection to shakedowns, every kind of scam he could get his fingers into. And that's when they were in grade school. Hey, Nick wanted you to go to college. So I went. For what? One day? I went. You went? You quit? You quit and you married some bum. Did you know him? He dumped you, right? So? So he was a bum. Okay, he was a bum. Now listen, Three Fingers. I came here... Nobody calls me that. Nobody calls me Three Fingers. Not anymore. What? The other two grow back? Everybody calls me Fingers. Fine. Fingers. Nick was looking for something that made... I remember how Nick loved to talk about archaeology. He loved that stuff. He loved you too, you know that? Yeah, Nick's two loves, me and archaeology. You were a smart kid. No, you're just smart. Okay, so you and Nick go way back. I was I like an uncle to you, remember? No. Well, we used to call you a little lighter. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Look, all I want to know is, what is that? A cop show? Yeah, I like cop shows. Well, will you turn it off? Why? Because it's loud, and I don't like cop shows. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll turn it off. Nick was working on something. I said, Nick was working on something that you might... Shut up, I said shut up. Fingers! Hey! Fingers! Hey! Listen, it's all set. Just pick it up and bring it in. We'll do the delivery. How about customs? They're going to get through okay? Don't worry. It's going to be inside some art piece. Hey, Fingers, what are you doing in the radio? Listen, I got to go. Just don't screw up, okay? No problem, boss. There better not be. Fingers, come on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and, and don't start thinking for yourself. Don't worry about that. Fingers, hey, come on. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. Hey, don't make me worry, okay? Don't worry, boss. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I was just turning it off. Well, that's a funny way to turn it off. I got involved in the story. Who were you talking to? Some guy in the radio. You talk to people in the radio? Yeah, don't everybody? So, why'd you come to see me, huh? I wanted to ask about Nick. When your mother died, you were all he had. Then you grew up. You left. You never wrote him a letter. We had a falling out. Before you left, you should have talked to I him. I tried to talk to him. Whenever I saw Nick, you know what he talked about? He came to the he office. He talked about you. I tried to talk. He talked about the things kids do. He threw me out. He took you to the museum. I'm sorry. He showed you off. I heard him, okay? He didn't even go to his funeral. I didn't know. He gave you life. I'm sorry. What did you do? You took his. What? You broke his heart. That's what you did. But you're so smart. You're stupid. Are you finished? Are you finished? What are you, tough? Look, 
Nick was on a case, a stolen statue, came from Malta. He asked you for help, remember? Oh, the Maltese goddess. He said that maybe you knew one of the crooks who took it. What do you mean, he said? He said that on his dictaphone. Hmm. I asked around. Nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows nothing, yeah. Well, thanks, Uncle. Hey, what are you up to? You're not trying to find this thing. Well, why do you think I'm here? Nick couldn't find it. How are you going to find it? Nick knew where it was. Yeah? Where? I'm piecing it together. You know Nick. I want to do this for him. What? Finish his final caper? <clears throat> Talk to Madame LaRue over on South Street. She has a shop. It's the Blue Rose. Thanks, Uncle. Sure, sweetheart. Anytime. What? What? What do you want from me? You're not gonna sing to me? What have I got to sing about? Life's like a movie. Yeah? So? Big deal. Next week, part two of The Maltese Goddess. This has been Fulton, over there is Fritz, and you can find us at cbs.org.